You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Andre. It's not often that we can cram three of these into a night. This is our third podcast of the night. Well, that's transparent. Well, yeah, but I mean, we usually run out of steam after after two of them, and then we just sort of fizzle out because we've gotten into some of the wine. But I'm telling you, this Laughing Stock 2012 Blind Trust is really good. Yeah, it really is. If it's... you heard this two podcasts ago, we were now we finished it, and we're going to open another bottle. Yes, we are. Uh, I'll uh, give me the corkscrew. So, but uh, you got and, our, and one of our favorite kinds of wine. Yes, too, it so. is. Uh, Dominique Piron Bruy. So this is three podcasts with three Piron shoutouts. Actually, actually, interestingly enough, um, somebody told me in an email, uh, because I just did a Dominique Piron video yeah. before this, that there's another one coming to the SAQ. They said, awesome. you've got to get that one. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, so and we'll actually, I'm thinking about putting another order together because they're, they're represented by Lifford and... Uh, like twenty six bucks get to the Lachenez. Well, that may be Morgan. the one. Yeah, that whatever. One. We'll, we'll see who's cheaper, and then we'll go. Okay, but so, we so have to do. It. We have to do one more podcast tonight. And it's ba- you and it's, got an email from. It's a, based on an email. That's yeah. right. So that's why I said we that love one. getting emails. If you want to hear a topic on this podcast, you can email me Andre at andrewinereview.ca. I'm Michael at michaelpinkuswinereview.com. Yours is obviously a little bit shorter, but. You can yeah, also by like by like two letters. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you have an idea for a topic or you want to be interviewed, we're pretty open to. Yeah, we we want we want you to listen to this. So if there's something you want to hear, let us know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I got an email from a guy, and uh, it was just after I sent out. So I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Um, so I I released a uh, a, a newsletter. Oh, sorry, Andre wants me to finish this. I can't be mixing uh, a laughing stock blind trust with some Dominique Piron. Excuse me for for living. Uh, so okay, let's let's do a quick tasting of this, and I'll I'll explain what kind of email I got. So this is a Bruy, uh Dominique Piron, which you actually brought back from Dominique Piron directly. Yep. While you were there, it's been settled for a couple of weeks, so it shouldn't be uh, a bottle shock, airplane shock. Cut. Got a little blueberry in this. Is this just me, or is it? No, oh, it's blueberry. Oh, he's got a blueberry on the label. Now that I look at it, okay. So it's got a lot of the savory. It's really herbaceous and spicy, like the black pepper, fresh cracked black pepper. Yeah, I got the blueberry on the nose. It doesn't really come through fully on the palate, but that herbal note to it, that earthy. Well, that's pretty. I love I love his wine. I do. I really do. And you know what? I really thank you for introducing me to him. And uh, one of these days, I am going to uh, post that video with you drinking. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking cherubles. I'm drinking cherubles. So, which is a hilarious video. I should yep. I should post that at some point on our. So sorry. Um, let's 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 get to the email. Let's get right into it. Come okay, on. Okay. So uh, I I I released a I mean, something we haven't we had we we just didn't talk about. Yep. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, and it really is it is really sad that the industry lost lost Michelle Boss. Yes, it really is. And uh, a big fan of hers. And so what I ended up doing was I did a little tribute to her because yep. she she had some effect on uh, me getting engaged, me getting married, you know, and uh, and Eric and I and and our, and our lives. And in the process of doing that, I was so focused on that tribute that I totally lost track of my e blast that week. And I messed up, um, you know, where where you could get the wine. I messed up pricing, everything. So 
uh, and there two were were just blatant. I think uh, I think I had uh, Creekside sparkling wine at fifteen dollars. Oh jeez. Yeah, and I had uh, I had a Quinte uh, Greer Road Chardonnay that you could get at the LCBO, which you couldn't. Yeah. Okay. So I had to send out a correction notice, and I yep, did. Yep. I did I think on the first Saturday. time I've ever seen you do that. I've been subscribed here eBlast for eight years. Yeah. So first of all, I was like, holy wow! I just I just totally missed up on that. And then a guy sent me because both of those wines. So the uh, the, the Creekside Blanc de Noir is fifty dollars, and the Greer Road Chardonnay is forty five dollars. So a guy wrote back to me. He says, hey, Mike, sorry, but that's it. I will not spend more than $20 for an Ontario wine. I like to buy locally, but when a bottle of, uh, of wine that will serve four uh, costs $40, I would rather serve a bottle of Canadian whiskey. It gives me far more satisfaction. That's kind of where it, where it starts. Um, and then I wrote back, I, you know, I, I fully understand. I was, I was in that part at 1.2 where I yep. didn't want to spend more than $20 didn't want to spend more than $15. Uh, but I also asked that you buy a bottle of wine at that price from somewhere. So I asked, uh, sorry, if, if he'd buy wines from somewhere else in the world at over $20 or is it, is yes. it, is it uh, Canadian wine? Or oh, like where you're going with this. And, um, or are you just limited to $20 period? Like, is that your limit and you'll just buy it anywhere? Um, and basically, he said, "Well, you know, if I can get a Spanish wine for seven forty-five, why am I going to buy wine from Ontario?" And um, I, I've I've back and forth emailed with him a few times, and I'm like, "You know, you're really missing out if you're not willing to make that leap." And I think yeah. we talked about it before, but I yeah, think it really I think it's worth, worth revisiting. Yeah, it does worth revisiting. Well, because because I mean, when I went to California last year, that's when we had the the real conversation and. Um, that's where I really learned about wines in that kind of upper tier, the $100 bottles of wine. And I did buy a couple of $100 bottles of wine last year, of which I don't regret, not even a little bit. See, I don't buy $100 bottles of wine. But, but you know that. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing. Is I'm, I'm going to be happy to, to share them, them with you. Like that L'Ecole number 41 yeah. that I opened with you, that was a, a $50 bottle of wine. And I think, delivered the exact amount of value that it, it should have offered at that price. It, it didn't knock my socks off when we opened it, but it was, it was a good bottle of wine and it felt like it was worth the price of admission. So like I'm looking at, at the table this evening yes. that we have, and we have, um, uh, we have a laughing stock on the table. And if I'm not mistaken, that's about, 30 bucks. That's about $30 bottle of wine. Yep. Gentlemen would not, would not buy that as far as I understand. Yep. But, but let's, let's take, more, for example, what we have now. We have the new Sass Jordan Kick-Ass Sass, which is um, from Vineland Estates. Yes. Okay? And, and, and a very passable bottle of wine for $13, I don't even want to call it, I don't want to call it passable. L- listen, before we get into, because I know where we're going with this, this conversation, um, not all wines are created equal and not all wines are vinified with the same purpose. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. Can we both agree that a Ferrari, any Ferrari is an outstanding car. And if you and I had the financial means, we would be happy to get behind the wheel of one. I know what you want me to answer. Just answer. Go with but your no, okay. because I'm not a car guy. I'm I, a car gets me from point A to point B. And I am I I am happy to spend less for a car and more for a bottle of wine. Cool. Because actually, you know what? I think I think this analogy actually works for who our, our emailer is. If I had the financial means and it was realistic, I would be happy. If someone gave me the keys to a Ferrari, I would enjoy the crap out of it. 
a Ferrari is a well-made car. We can both agree that a Ferrari yeah. is a well-made car. Sure. We agree with me that a BMW, a BMW 3 Series, which goes for between fifty and $60,000, is a well-made car. Sure. I don't need a $50,000 car. Okay. Will you agree with me that a Honda Civic is a well-made car? Yeah. Is it fair to compare a Honda Civic to a Ferrari? Uh, no. But again, what I'm what I'm saying is a Civic does me just fine because it gets me from point A to point B. So you're people you're, who are into performance. You are, in a car. but you are our emailer. You are the person who is emailed us, and the thing is basically on car, our, with our, cars. Yes, our emailer is not prepared to get into a BMW. Correct. That's and that's kind so, of kind so, of where I'm going to. So this kick-ass SAS, yeah, is is a good bottle of wine. We drank it. We uh, I, I we enjoyed it. Had a good time with it. Um, it was of. Not it was good. It's a good bottle of wine. It's a 2016 great vintage it's bottle of wine. Good, it's a very good bottle of wine. So, it is. It is a VQA Niagara Peninsula. But so. here's here's what I'm getting at. So a, a very good bottle of wine. Yep. Okay. Not a 96. Not a 98. If you're scoring that way. Nope. 88. 80, 89. Yeah. 88. Somewhere in there. If I was giving a score of that of that magnitude. But now. Like do a little bit of fast forwarding into the same Vineland um, catalog. Uh, he's got some single vineyard Cab Franc boutique. You know that boutique stuff that just came through vintages. That's forty bucks a bottle, right? Eh? Uh, the Cab Sauv that just came through vintages as well. Yeah, and the and the and the reserves that he has around the same price. About I think it's about forty bucks a bottle. Yep. That's where you're you're stepping up into your Ferrari, into your Cadillac, into your. Uh, um, okay, to, to be fair, I'm saying this is the the, the BMW Cadillac. Let's, let's just say we're reserving Ferrari for the very top, the tier. top if we're, tier. If we're sticking with the if we're sticking with the car analogy, yeah. BMW Mercedes. These are very very nice. These are halo cars, but we're not talking about the top top tier. So let, let, let's go. Vineland is is great, and they have they have their their their. You know, bottom end sounds so wrong, but I mean, you know, the entry, entry level. level. I, I love, the, I love the word. Tier. I love the word entry level because it's it's it. It also it also my car analogy sticks. If you have the money, you scratch to save, you get a BMW three series. But let's go with somebody who's got way up. You work your way up. Let's go with a company that's got a complete pyramid. Cool. Okay, so let's go with Trius. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so love like, it. Like. You can you can go with their entry level. They have Gamay, they have cabs. Their have entry level Sauvignon Blanc is always one of my favorites. Okay, so we're talking about fifteen to twenty dollar bottles right there. Yep. That's and, and it's very happy with everybody. And then you start working into their showcase line. Yep. You know, they're sing, basically single vineyard or double vineyard East Block Cabernet Sauvignon, the Red Shale Red Cab Shale Franc. Cab Franc. You're looking at now wines that are sitting in the forty dollar range, and then you know, and then you also have the twenty five dollar of the uh, Trius Red, Trius Red, Trius White, Trius White. But you know, you're looking at the twenty five dollar range showcase. You know that step up into the thirty to forty dollar range. Yep. Sometimes now they're getting into the fifty, but then you go up to the Grand Red, the Grand Red top tier, which Ferrari. is sixty dollars. That's your Ferrari, but that's your based Ferrari on that your winery too. Yep, yeah. So you got your Civics in the in the general list, or the the general wines. I guess general list would be the yep. entry level. Then you got that Trius Red, which is like the top of that entry level. If yep. you're willing to make that twenty five dollar jump. You know, there's the your BMW $5. 3 Series. There's, okay. Then you got the Showcase. There's your BMW 5 Series. And then... You got your Ferrari. Okay. So that's that's what I think. And, and if you're not willing to go past that $20, and I hope it's... I hope it's... I hope it's just something that is 
Ontario-based, I guess. Well, you I mean, it, it, it is a problem with, with Ontario, and it's, once again, coming down to what I said, not all wines are made equally. So I know we've talked about it on the podcast. We don't spend a lot of time on the podcast because I don't want to be a shameless self-promoter, mm-hmm. but I have my virtual wine company, the ADX Wine Company. I know what it costs to make a bottle of Ontario wine. And granted, I'm not making it on the scale as a place like Trias or Chateau de Charmer, Henry of Pelham, but on a small scale, it costs seven, eight, nine dollars to make a bottle of VQA wine. And it's important to me that I make VQA wine because it's something that I believe in. Um, we can't do Italy Pinot Grigio at eight, nine dollars. You can get some really great Italian Pinot Grigio at, at that price. You can get some really great. Uh, South American wines, Concha y Toro, you can get great wines in the sub $10 price range. Um, if you're comparing Ontario to anywhere else on the planet at the $10 price range, I'm sorry, we're, we're not competing. No, you're never going to find It just any. doesn't exist here. Now, you, you, you want to spend a few more dollars. You want to get to that $20 price range, especially when we're talking about something that's near and dear to me, and I know it's going to hurt you to agree with me, something like Chardonnay. Stop it. Places like 2027 20, Cellars, Featherstone, um... Back 10 sellers, 16 mile. I just, uh, I just, hang, on, I hang, just, hang on, hang on. I'm not on my list yet. I'm not on my list yet. Flat Rock. I just tried Flat the Rock. Flat Rock 2017 Chardonnay. Boom. Mic drop. It's but I mean, that's it. We're competing. Delicious bottle of wine. We're shoulder to shoulder with anyone on the planet. And here's the thing is, find me a bottle of wine from Burgundy, of which we have a similar soil type and climate that costs the same as a bottle of Ontario wine in that price category. But look, uh, and, and, and I think we've talked about this before. Let's take Flat Rock as, as an example. Please, let's do it. They need some love. I love Flat Rock. So you got that $20 bottle of Chardonnay, right? Now make that jump. What is it, 5 $7 these days for, cool. for the Rusty Shed Chardonnay? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, in 2016, yeah. that was a huge jump. And only for $6. So if you're going to stay at that $20 price range, fine. I get it. But you're missing all that great stuff that might come along that. For, for a mere $6, you're going to miss out on something that might blow your mind versus something that will just knock your socks off. And look, the 2016 Chardonnay from Flat Rock knocked my socks off. But the, the Rusty Shed blew my mind. And... As a non-Chardonnay lover, uh, I was really happy to go out and buy both of those bottles of so, wine so in quantity. Michael, you, you, you got to live in the now. I, I had a chance to taste the 2017 Rusty Shed. When did you do that? I did that in December. And I, I'm looking at my notes. I scored it four and a half stars. And 2017 was a challenging vintage. What most people don't know is that you can also lick yourself. <laughs> you've no, been, but ta- it, but you've it, been taking notes from Henry and uh, you figured out you mo- removed a few ribs. It's just, it's just out, it's just outstanding. It's just outstanding how, uh, how that winery make, makes wine. But I guess just get back to the original point since we're going off on a bit of a, but I mean, their wine makers is great. Look, Dave Shepard's made great wine. You know, uh, since he got into the industry, yeah, and he's and he's learned from some of the best yeah. winemakers here, and he's made some of the best wines. Okay, but 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 to our point, twenty seven dollars for rusty shed Chardonnay. If you slapped Burgundy on the bottle, if you if you slapped even like I don't even know what you can compare it to Merceau, Fine, that becomes a fifty sixty dollar bottle of wine, easy. Yeah, if I, that, if not more money. Like I th- I think it behooves you to go out to a winery. Um, and, and I suspect a lot of our listeners do go out to wineries in Ontario yep. and, and try the really good stuff. And, and 
You know, well, at, at the winery, you're will. I think if you visit a winery, you're willing to spend a little more money than you would if you were just in the LCBO. Walking around the LCBO, you can't taste yeah, hundred percent the when, stuff that you want. But I mean, you go to let's take Flat Rock again. As hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so if we're continuing with my with my car analogy, are oh you talking about going for a test drive? Yeah, take it for a test drive. If you test drive. Um, the Trius, like if you're a big Cabernet Franc fan, yeah. and you taste the the Trius uh, Cabernet Franc versus the Red Shale, if you taste the flat uh, the Flat Rock Chardonnay versus the Rusty Shed, uh, if you taste the Malavoir Live Gamay versus the Courtney, you know is it worth that jump? Yes, but you have to get out and taste those wines because if you're just walking around the LCBO. You're missing the best stuff that Ontario has to offer. And I've said for years, the best stuff is at the winery. Because the winery, you know, the LCBO takes a big chunk of change from those wines. A big chunk. Um, And if I'm only making a small amount of that wine, I want to keep as much of that profit as I can. So I can put it back into the winery, back into those wines. You know, you were so passionate talking about going out and trying these wines. You know what my takeaway from that is? Because at the beginning of this, when I was when I was setting the when I was setting the table, and we were talking about the anal- the car analogy, which is something that I love because I'm a car guy. I spent our last podcast to talk about wine, talking about how great Tiguan was that I drove in That's, Switzerland. That is too bad. But the moral of the story is, you and I need to go test drive BMWs and Ferraris after this. That's what you. That's this is the take away. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean it's you know you know it comes out. Here's the thing: if you're dead set on on, on holding the money in your pocket and and not spending it. You're gonna have a hard time in in Ontario, and you know what? My well, hat my hat constantly goes off to places like Henry of Pelham, Chateau de Charm, Peller, Trius, uh, Peely Island, who are working really hard and hitting that ten to fifteen dollar price point. Even their twenty dollar price point, I would say. But 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 we're talking to people who aren't willing to spend money. But the ten to fifteen dollars, it's a big ask from VQA just because it is expensive to make wine here. But once you start getting into that $20 price range, the thing about your, the email that really cut to my core was that $20 price point. You won't spend more than $20. Because $20... Which means you'll spend $20. Which $20 is where Ontario wine gets really good, and it's where we're kicking ass. You give me $20, $20 to get you what from California? Apothic with a cup of sugar in it? What, what can $20 get you from Ontario? That'll get you Pinot Noir from Flat Rock once again. That'll get you... Pinot Noir from 16 Mile. That'll get you uh, Meritage from Rockway. That'll get you um, Gamay from Chateau de Charme. I mean, like there, there's a lot of stuff that $20 will get you in Ontario that the rest of the world can't keep up with at that quality. Gamay from Henry of Pelham, which blew my mind. You know what? Henry of Pelham has some of the oldest Gamay vines in Ontario. They've Did been blending that. that away. What? Freaking me out. That's when I when I sat down with Daniel Speck and he was telling, oh, we have old, you know, eighty four. You know what? We, we need to sit, we need to sit down with Dan to talk about the fringe of the Henry of Pelham portfolio because their uh, Fumé style Sauvignon Blanc is yeah. also outstanding. We we need to talk about the fringe. Some of the like wines that people don't realize we're making the uh, the, the Subarus of the uh, of the Henry of Pelham category because will you raise me that Subaru is a is a well made car? Where, where is Subaru made? 
Huh? J- Japan. Yeah. Most people thought because they had uh, that guy from Australia doing the car Yeah, yeah that's Australia. There was an Australian okay, car okay, company. But, okay, but my, my, my How super, hilarious my, is that? For the non-car people, my point about Subaru is Subaru, well-made car, but not trying to be BMW or anywhere else. They're happy Mit- to occupy that Mitsubishi. kind of experimental mid-range. Would Mitsubishi be the, in the same thing? No. You Unfortunately, know, like, Mitsubishi just don't know what they're doing. Oh, boy. They used to make really, really great, fantastic experimental cars, but not anymore. And Tesla? Where is your sit- sitting on Tesla? Jeez, who would the Teslas of the wine world be? I felt that that air th- throw out over here, for God's sakes. Well, the thing is, Tesla's a really special company, because they're doing something that no one else has been doing successfully, and they're stylish. What what would be like the most hipster winery you can think of that you would actually drink their Well, it's not Pearl Morissette, but that's the most hipster place i can think of yeah but a hipster place that you'll actually drink their wines i don't i don't know of any hipster places in ontario that i really think about you (laughs) adx wine company pretty pretty hipster going on yeah it's uh you know we'll we'll, we'll try to find if you have an idea of who the winery equivalent of tesla is you know let's put that in in the social media of this let's 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 ask the question okay so then the other que- the, the last thing I want to say is if you're only willing to spend $20 on an Ontario wine and that's that's your your baseline I guess for what you're going to spend or your top tier you're missing out on some really fantastic sparkling wine. Let me just say that because the cheapest uh, sparkling okay. wine that I can think of uh in Ontario and I'm talking I'm talking champagne method. I'm not talking uh Charmat, um, 20, Charme. 30 bucks. Chateau de Charme is 24. 24, 25 bucks, $30. You know, you can get all kinds of stuff from okay, Q okay, Vineyards. To be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, you are not talking about sparkling when we're talking about that. And I think if, if you're in the market for, if you're in the market for traditional methods, sparkling wine, Ontario is a great place to look. And I think most people know that. I Featherstone Blanc de Blanc. You and I are both big Cuvée, fans of that The Cuvée Joy, yeah. Cuvée Joy. Yeah. Even Hinterland, um, the Hinterland Les Etoiles, which comes in at about 45 bucks now, yep. you're still cheaper than some great entry-level champagne. And look, if, if you're really looking, uh, I would recommend Q Vineyard. Yeah. You know, everything that they have is 30 bucks. Twenty nine yep. ninety five. I have never seen a winery line price their sparkling wine like that. It's and amazing it's and, and, and baffling. Fantastic. But, but, but it's but it's also brilliant because in a tough vintage you're getting something that's fairly priced and in a great vintage yeah. you're getting a deal. Yeah. So no matter what, you're not gonna feel ripped off. And you and I have talked about and I think the core of this podcast is you don't want to feel ripped off when you're buying Correct. a bottle of wine. We're just trying to convince you to spend a few more dollars. Spend yeah, spend, I guess just expand to thirty dollars and you'll find out that you're going to be uh okay, you're okay, gonna but, be blown but, away and then maybe you're willing to go to forty. I don't know if many people are willing to go to 50, but I mean, if you're willing to expand to 30 or 40, look, my wife, you know, when she started in wine, she was like, I'm not spending a lot of money on it. And as she has started to love Chardonnay, much to my chagrin, um, she has decided that I am not, or she is not, willing to buy crappy wine. Crappy is wrong, but she's not willing to sacrifice a wine that she really likes for something she doesn't like as much. So she'll taste the Chardonnays and she goes, well, I like the $20, but I really like the $30. So I'm going to buy 
three dollar three bottles of the thirty dollar instead of six bottles of the twenty dollar because she likes that she wants to enjoy her wine and you know drinking wine should be pleasurable it shouldn't be a chore and if you have to choke down the 20 knowing that there's that $30 bottle out there that you could have bought, I think it's worth buying the $30 bottle. My my once-a-year indulgence is, uh, we haven't talked about him on the podcast in a long time, Paul Hobbs. Paul Hobbs Russian River Chardonnay, 65 bucks at the LCDO. No, I think you're crazy. It is so worth it. Anya, is that wine worth it? Paul Hobbs Russian River Chardonnay. As he looks at his wife for, for you know he's married when he's looking at his wife for... For confirmation of what he's saying, oh, yeah, but she's the one because he's lost me. his uh, own ability to have his own thoughts. It's a second opinion, Michael. I'm looking for a second opinion because I know you don't like you. You don't need you and I. I'm more liberal with what I'm willing to spend on a bottle of wine, but I you're think, so liberal, you're NDP. But yeah, that's true. But at our core, neither one of us like to spend more than we need to to get a bottle of wine we love. Although you'll spend a hundred dollars, will or I cringe at fifty. Oh, yeah. I'm not cringing at 100 but here's the thing is, going back to the test drive, I'm not spending $100 on something I haven't test-driven. Oh, that's a good point. That's right. If you ha- if you can't get behind the wheel, if you can't get your lips around it, don't spend it. I just like the Ferraris, and you're perfectly content with your Honda Civic. Yeah, I am. All right. I, I think we've... Uh, we've exhausted yeah, this we've, one for we've sure. Hit, we've hit enough We've exhausted. Get it exhausted. That's my that's my listen, car listen, pun. Listen, to bring this full circle, to bring this full circle on the track. Please, please, take Try that wine. That twenty dollar bill. Take that twenty dollar bill out of your pocket. Uh, I I don't care how great your Italian Pinot Grigio's and your uh, Argentinian Malbec is at eleven, twelve bucks. Drop the twenty bucks. Like you're entering, you're entering like a, a new element at that price point, and you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Do it. You're going to be very you have happy. To. Yeah, you'll be very happy. Willing to bro- we'll be willing to break the $20 barrier. Yeah, tw- 20, 20, 20 to 25 is you're, you're looking at wines there's a nice that sweet, will... There's a nice sweet spot in there. such a sweet spot. Yeah. Like, Trius Red, for me, is a benchmark the wine. The 16 is fantastic. Yep. The 15 was great. The 16 is also great. It'll it'll last in your cellar, yeah. or you can open it right now and enjoy it. It's yeah. it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. I was skipping a beat. Uh, angry phone calls, if you disagree with me, whatever... We are looking for the winery equivalent of Tesla since we've done the yep. car analogies in this. Yep. So please tweet it at me at Andre Wine Review or at the Grape Guy for Michael Pincus. I'm Andre Prue from AndreWineReview.ca. I'm amazed that you can remember that after this. Anyway, it's uh, Michael Pincus at MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Uh, yeah, I am the Grape Guy on pretty much all social media. And as always, good night and good night. Why are you so loud? Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.